This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. some frickin' real good news. Yeah. Hello and good news, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here after much uh, technical um, peril with Connor McKay. Hey, <laughs> hey, all my fans. He was nice enough to sit here for an hour while I realized that one of my mics is broken. Hannah's exaggerating. It was only three hours <laughs> that I've been sitting here. Um, but we're here. We're on my couch. It's freaking Monday. It's the new year. We have, we're here with my cat, who's doing great. Um, do you have any New Year's resolutions? Oh, man. I didn't make any like hard and fast resolutions, but uh, last... <laughs> I'm, this is embarrassing. <laughs> uh, last Thursday, I was at... Uh, the library and um, oh, that's my cat. Oh, oh. Hey, hey, dude, dude, we're doing great. Hannah's cat and I are becoming fast friends. Uh, I didn't make any hard and fast resolutions, but I opened up a Google Doc at the library and just wrote down like twenty five things mm-hmm. that I want to do this year, including just like basically fi- finishing projects that I plan to finish. Yeah, preparing myself for things I want to be doing. Uh, so stuff like that. Nothing huge, but yeah, I get, well, I had resolutions, like be more direct with people, uh, try to like have like like a healthy perspective, like before judging something or getting mad at someone, think of their perspective because I don't always do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good one. Yeah. Did you have any? Uh, no, not really. Oh, I guess, I mean, every year I'm just like, just try and like do better at everything. <laughs> I think that's like basically that's what the, every resolution That is, if you break it down at the root of every resolution, just just like be better. Just be better at stuff. <laughs> yeah. Get better at stuff. Acquire more skills. Yes. Get better jobs. Be a better human. Have your tax stuff ready before you, it's the last 14th. minute. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I oh I guess like an actual res like a finite thing that I'm trying to do is to only buy aside from like household items and some specific things, only buy things either handmade or locally made or oh. secondhand. Which yeah, I kind of already like, do, but <laughs> I'm already great. <laughs> I, I just don't buy that many things. Like I guess when I buy clothes, I usually go to Crossroads. Sure, but there'll just be no more of like getting something at getting a tank top at Forever Twenty One or yeah. that kind of stuff. What is is Crossroads? Like, because I've passed by that a million times. Oh, you should go in. Because it's. Can you tell me about it? Yeah, I'll tell you. Uh, this is the ad for our new day. sponsor, Crossroads. <laughs> What are those? That would be such a great lead-in. That would. Um, I, yeah, it's a second-hand store, but it's all, like, pretty nice stuff. Mm-hmm. I've tried to sell stuff there, and they are very, they're, like, so picky. Oh, okay. They're like, we're not going to purchase any of this from you today. You can do trade-ins, like, if you have nice stuff. Uh, yeah, so they have really cool stuff. That's awesome. It's, like, um, not high-end, but it's, like, they're pretty picky about what Mm -hmm. they will sell it has to be in good condition and it has to be like in the season yeah and it has to be not crappy it has to be trendy they have good shoes 
Oh, but so I won't be buying tennis shoes or like underwear. That's the stuff that I <laughs> will still order online. You're not going to go and get secondhand <laughs> undies? Yeah. But they have so many stories in them. <laughs> Hopefully. And also not locally made because locally made underwear, I know it exists, but it's so expensive. Like yeah. handmade underwear stuff. I've never looked. <laughs> <laughs> I, yep, I haven't. I've thought about doing like me undies a bunch of times, but I never pulled the trigger. Yeah, me too. No. God. Don't attack the mic. Sorry for any bumps. My cat Whoa. is really attracted to the microphone. Okay. But yeah, so I guess that's my main like uh, finite resolution. That's cool. No more buying stuff. Like I'm going to really have to, it'll have to really be a. Like something you need. Yeah. It's also my cat if you can hear with that <laughs> gross sound. Yeah. I mean, uh, it was just scratching its ear, but that was, uh, <laughs> I didn't expect that sound. <laughs> Okay, I have to put him away. One second. Okay. Are we live? My cat's in my room. In case I have to edit out all of that, (laughs) this is Connor McKay. Hey, I'm back. (laughs) He's a very funny improviser and, you know, is in the whole world of what we all do here in Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, the biz. <laughs> That's what, as we all refer to it as the biz. <laughs> um, what are your, you're on a couple of teams, right? Yeah. Um, I'm on a team, uh, my team that performs the most is called the interns. It's just literally made up of a bunch of former interns at the theater that we just wanted to practice with. And then it became a team and now we that. like each other. Um, and then I'm on a fun new three-man team called Kicker. Uh, we have practice today. We're going to get so good. (laughs) Get so good. Yeah. Just a few, few indie teams. Awesome. Indie world. Uh, okay. Well, since you've been sitting here for an hour, do you want to hear some good news? I would love to hear some good news. Okay. Let's see. Oh, I'm going to start with... This is crazy. This guy got fired for attending his son's birth. Oh. Instead of going to work. <laughs> um, that didn't sound like good news at all. I don't know. It sounds great. He's got more time to spend <laughs> with his newborn. Into, I wish, actually, I should do this one in the middle. I think maybe I'll start because I have Animal Corner and Small Town News always. Uh-huh. I kind of want to start having a section that's like the week's greatest GoFundMe. Because every week I find something new where it's like a GoFundMe got started for somebody and it's awesome. Oh, yeah. It usually ends up being a story, so I might just make the GoFundMe. That's a a really good idea. So this week's GoFundMe is this guy, Lamar Austin. He he had just gotten a new job, and so he was working as a security guard for, uh, uh, like, yeah, as a security Mm -hmm. guard for Salerno Protective Services, which... Uh, you know, boo on them for the rest boo of the story. Boo on Salerno. Uh, so he, his wife went into labor on, when was New Year's Eve? Was it? Um, New Year's Eve was Saturday. Saturday? Yeah. So she went into labor on Friday night, and he sent a text message to his boss, like, explaining the situation. And, like, my wife's in labor. She's going to have our baby. Oh, my god! I might need somebody to stop yeah. at work. Um, and he was in his first like 90 days of this new job. 
Um, and his boss texted him back, you're forcing my hand. If you aren't in work by eight tomorrow, we are going to terminate you. And so he was there through, she went into labor Friday night, and then the baby was born 1 a.m. on New Year's Day. So it's also the first New Year's baby in New Hampshire. Oh, nice. Um, this is in New Hampshire, by the way. But immediately after his baby was born, he got a text from his boss being like, you're fired for not showing up to work. Thank you. Yeah, right? So, uh, but then the story was published in the local newspaper um, and seen by a former, like, town board member. I guess this also counts as small town news a little bit. Um, Gotta hit all those corners at once. Yeah, double corner. So she started a GoFundMe <coughs> campaign for the couple to ease the stress of the, like, financial. Yeah. And um, within two days, it, like, hit over $2,000. Um, let's see what it's at right now. Uh, now it's at almost 7,000. Whoa. Yeah. In like a week. Yeah. So, and their goal is 10,000. And this is probably just covering everything because he's probably still fired, right? Yeah. I mean, his boss is at this point like, well, there's bad press about me out there. I don't really want to hire this guy again. But like, so this stuff is covering a lot for them, I'm sure. Yeah. And I guess also, um, with he immediately like received from like different three different employers contacted him and was like, "Do you need a job? We can give you a job." That's it. It turned out to be a good thing. A good news story. <laughs> I can't believe that. I also just like duh. Oh, okay, if you don't come into work for your security job, yeah, that's a thing. It's You're... like a blue collar job, you know? Yeah, like. Of course I'm going to go see my baby being born, you prick. Yeah. You're forcing my hand? Yeah. Like, you should leave anything to be there for that. Yeah. That's... that's I guess they don't child. have... I mean, is is that not something that's normally protected by, like, HR? At, like, at those... It, maybe at, like, a short-term... Not a short-term job, but he was there less than 90 days. Yeah, so he was in, like, his trial period, yeah. it said, so... But still, I mean, whatever. I, I just I've talked about this in past uh, episodes before. Like America's whole setup for uh, maternity leave and like families mm-hmm. who are having babies, it's a bad. We gotta we gotta get together with that. This is perfect. I want to talk about Trump this whole <laughs> podcast. Hannah just gave me an in. I'm pivoting. Um, I'm kidding. Yeah. Um. I. It's. Like, it, it's completely different in every other country. Aren't mm-hmm. we one of... Okay, here we go. That's starting. <laughs> I think it should all be better. That's all I'll say. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's not great. We I, are one of few countries who doesn't provide that. Yeah, it just needs to be... Um, but at least in the, It needs to be so much better. But at least in the meantime, GoFundMe exists. And that's this week's GoFundMe, which I'm going to start now. Always having a section. That's awesome. And I'm like... Not like somebody should necessarily get a congratulations for leaving their job to go see their kid, because that's sort of a natural instinct. But also, yeah, you need jobs. It's like a really, that's a scary situation to be in, to have your boss be like, especially when you're having a newborn kid. Yeah. You have to have money. (laughs) Yeah. And so to have your boss, and your wife's not going to be able to work. So to have your boss be like, you're fired. uh, And just to have the faith like, no, I need to be there for this. It's going to work out. Yeah. I don't care. He, I think that's awesome. I mean, because it's, it, yeah, you're right. It's easy to be like, oh, of course you're going to 
be there. But this person's probably taking like a bigger risk than a, a lot of people in that situation. Mm-hmm. Like, especially if he's at a job that is has a 90 day trial period, there's yeah. probably a reason that they have that for that sort of job. So yeah. this guy, this might have been like a big opportunity for him. Yeah. And he didn't have anything for a while. So, yeah. I put my hat back on. Yeah. Double hats. Um, yeah. Good one. Good on you, Lamar. Uh, um, and if anybody feels like checking out the GoFundMe page, I'll put it on my blog. Um, let's see. Next story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I guess, um, oh, so I have two that'll kind of like go into each other because they're both about helping. Actually, I have so many good environmental ones this week. So I guess UPS um, has made a thing called the Cargo Cruiser, mm-hmm. which is like a bike. Let's see. I don't want to mess the mic up too much, but. Whoa. Like bike delivery for UPS. And it's an electrically powered bike because, yeah, carrying a ton of packages on a bike would be very hard if you're just using <laughs> only your legs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but um they're trying to slash their um their carbon footprint so they're thinking about doing switching to electrically powered it's like uh for those of you listening i mean everybody except connor and i (laughs) (laughs) it's a little electrical bike with like a window screen in front of it for so that they Mm -hmm. don't hit bugs uh i'm guessing and then a trailer like a small trailer yeah, in the back part. It kind of looks like they cut like an eighth of a UPS truck off the back. They put that on wheels, and it's attached to a bike that's yeah. like towing it. And it has like one of you know those small helicopters that just have that big glass. You're like looks per- like you're in a glass orb. Yes, that's kind of just like part of that. That was a perfect description. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> I pride myself on those, <laughs> but it, that is cool. Um. So they're they're starting it in Portland, Oregon, of course. Always oh, yeah. <laughs> that explains the leaves on the ground in that picture as well as the weather. And the green grass. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, Portland's fondly called Bike City, USA. Um, Is that true? So the, yeah, oh. I guess so. <laughs> it's in quotes. Bike City. Uh, yeah, so they have a new um, sustainability goal where they're just trying to clean up and use alternative fuel. And um, so they're, uh, they're rolling out. They want to do uh, 1 billion clean miles. Um, so just so one like state. 1 billion miles of clean fuel. That's cool. Thanks. I wonder, I wonder how that works. Um, like, do they have, will they have more UPS centers spread around the country if this does go well and then from those centers the bikes will go off into shorter distances than like a truck would cover yeah because you would think because they can't really go on the highway Highway. or maybe what they'll do is use alternative fuels for the big trucks yeah and then once they get into town disperse them throughout like bikes situation and electric yeah small electric that seems like that would make sense and it is kind of funny to me. I guess powered by they are powered by foot a little bit. It's probably a mix of foot and electric. electric. Yeah. So I was gonna say I feel like a tiny electric car would be about 
the same. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the pedal power that this like person's con- generating like contributes to the electricity. Yeah, I bet so. You're using. Oh yeah, like a windmill. Yeah. Sure. We know exactly how it all works. Yeah, we're we're, we're good scientists. At this. So okay, me too. <laughs> we get it. We get it. Um, so that they're ro- are they rolling that out now? Has that just started? Yeah, it seems. Yeah, it's starting in Portland. I feel like. Um, I guess it. Oh, of course, of course, bicycle delivery has been. It was first tested in 2012 in Europe by UPS. That was like a whole generation ago. I know that was a that was a half a decade ago. It's funny how. Stuff around the world slowly gets other places. Mm-hmm. Like that was in 2012. You think that would be something that we might already have, but yeah. it just slowly trickles here, and stuff here gets other places slowly. Yeah, it's a big, it's a big world out there. You know, <laughs> uh, I need to fix my bike. I have a bike. It's outside, and my wheel is being annoying i just need to fix it and ride it more places yeah i was riding it when the first week i got it up and going i like had a ton of lights on it Uh and i was riding it everywhere it was great that should be a part of my new year's resolution at least you could ride it the places that are close i should really i had a bike when i first moved out here because i had one in college and so i just like moved it out because i didn't go to school too far away yeah and uh, I used it for the first year just a little bit, but then I stopped using it, and I haven't had it here for like two years now. But it would be a lot of the stuff that I do is really close to me, and yeah. I'll like walk, but like just to where walking is inconvenient. It takes it's like, like that's, forty-five minutes to walk. Yeah, but... it's like that's a mile away, yeah. or like a mile and a half, and driving feels just irresponsible. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Every time I drive to the clubhouse, which is where. Uh, we is the theater that we all do improv at. Um, it's like a mile from my house, mm-hmm. and every time I drive, it's great because I can leave five minutes before I need to be there. Yeah. But then I'm like, why did I do that? Mm-hmm. You're not helping the world, Hannah. So I'm gonna do. I'm gonna buy secondhand underwear and <laughs> <laughs> and ride my bike uh, with one wheel. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Speaking of. Oh, that just reminded me. I also, I when I first moved here, I bought a bike from Target. But mm-hmm. instead of just, I feel like one thing I've learned is just pay the, in my adultness, pay the little bit of extra money to have the better thing yeah. that you'll keep for a while. Oh, I, yeah. I got the heaviest bike. And <laughs> it was so heavy and so slow. And I would ride it from Culver City to Santa Monica where I worked. Um, oh. And I was, like, facing the ocean headwinds. And it took me an hour to do it, which it was – I could have run there. And that, it was, yeah. like, six miles away, and I would ride my bike, and it took me an hour. How? And I would show up for my uh, job at the restaurant and just look like an absolutely insane person. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> you've been through a lot in six miles on a heavy-ass bike. It was so mm. heavy. I was like, why didn't I just pay the extra $50 to get, like, the better – it's a Target bike, so they're all yeah. kind of bad. Just get the <laughs> – The little better one. Yeah. There are a lot of uh, – sometimes I'll think about it. There are items that are worth spending a little more on, stuff that you just should have a good version of. Yeah. I'm try- I'm having a lot of trouble thinking of an example right now, <laughs> but you don't – like, you don't want uh, – I have nothing. I was going to say, you don't want bad coasters. You want good coasters. 
But classic I, example. Yeah. The classic coaster. I think problem. that one pretty much nails it. <laughs> <laughs> Pay the extra for the locally made recycled coasters. Yeah. From a good company that will last you 15 years, you know? Exactly. <laughs> um, well, go, go bike, people. Uh, this leads me into, I guess, um, speaking of environments, freaking all Dutch trains are running on 100% wind power. All of them. Wow. In Dutch. <laughs> in Dutch. Oh, land. I want to go to Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> in the Netherlands. <laughs> uh, started at, um, on January 1st. All electrical trains in the Netherlands are powered by 100% clean, renewable wind energy. Wow. Wind energy is fantastic. Yeah. Wind is so annoying. And to find a way for it to be a protagonist in the world (laughs) instead of an antagonist is great. It's a real success story. (laughs) You know, wind's tough journey that it's had. It's the ugly duckling. It is. It's a swan. Well, I agree with you. I really don't like the wind. And it's all for... It's just because it it's the most annoying element. Yeah. It gets in your face, it whirls you around, it makes it blows old people over. <laughs> it's, the biggest problem that's is what I all really, the old people just toppling over. And we have to pick them up. Um no, yeah, it when yeah, that's probably a general consensus. Wind is kind of annoying, but then there are t- there are a lot of benefits to it, like especially energy now. Yeah. And you know, pollination and stuff. I was thinking I, about I it mean, recently. <laughs> a pollination, the newest, the newest wind helpfulness pollination. Yes. <laughs> the newest discovery. <laughs> yeah, pollination has always been good. But yeah, the new the wind energy, it is. It's turning into a real swan. Yeah. It's useful. Yeah, because I always felt like wind was definitely it's like the little brother of all the elements that's just like messing with your hair. Yeah. And it's well, I guess pushing people. I was about to say it's invisible, so no one notices it. But then again, so is temperature. <laughs> that is not. Oh man! But I get what you're saying. Out of like snow and rain and yeah. those kind of elements. Yeah, water. Other than water. Water and fire. Yeah. It is out of earth, wind, and fire. Yeah. It is. Uh, it is the least the visible. <laughs> yeah. Sneaky. Um, I've got great examples. That's something everyone's going to learn about me. pollination, <laughs> invisibility. Old people falling over. Um, the Dutch train company, um, uh, NS, ferry, ferries over 600,000 people per day, which is equal to 1.2 billion uh, kilowatts, KWH. Should have looked that up before I started telling this. I'm cool with kilowatts for that. <laughs> yeah. Of electricity per year. About the same amount of electricity used by all households in Amsterdam is what it's equivalent to. That's a freaking lot. That's significant. That's yeah. impactful. <laughs> Man. <clears throat> yeah. I wonder, so this is just a just me asking a question that neither of us probably know the answer to Shoot, but go for but it. that's that's obviously a really great source of energy that they're using to like you like power this entire transportation system which mm-hmm. is a huge deal do 
countries like ours just not oh god here we go do countries are like ours not use, <laughs> i'm sorry no, not use okay. them because of like our stake and investment in like the oil industry yes wow <laughs> that i would say almost uh i would say like a hundred percent of the reason that we are not using more renewable and clean energy is because of money which i hate but uh in one of the other podcasts like what's happening now is um and i think will hopefully continue to happen um because india just became like the number almost the number one uh solar power like they're switching everything to solar power wow and then there was another one i did a couple of weeks ago about so the amount of money it is saving and ending up contributing mm-hmm. back is uh starting people are starting to be like oh i see like, yeah it's getting the is it it's so i'm guessing it's getting the attention of the people who have the power to change that or it's like more so than it has in the yeah. past i mean like we've had the we've just had all we could have done this so long ago solar yeah. power and wind power but it is it's just because of money and it's like an awkward transition thing where the people who are making billions of dollars right now would have to go from to making, they just want, they need to switch where their money, people, how can I say this? It's and crazy because I know smarter. what you're going to say. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I saw your hand, the hand motions I do a lot for of everyone listening motions. that it really sealed the deal. <laughs> I was moving money from one pile into another. Like, yeah. You know what? Like a balance She's scale. doing a balance scale and that's helping me figure it yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I I would say part of it is like it, it takes a big cost up in the beginning to set up this type of stuff. Oh yeah. But then it pays off so fast, mm-hmm. and so yeah, it just all has to do. With, I hate money so much. I mean, it's the only way with the amount of people there are in the world. It's the only like trade system of com- that works. It seems like, but yeah. it also makes everything terrible. Yes. It corrupts people, and it also, it's just, there's no... Yeah, I'd say mm-hmm. it's it's uh, contributed to some bad things. So many bad yeah. things. Everything bad in the world. <laughs> <laughs> even, I, I mean, feel. even, like, I feel like this is a smaller example, but on, in our daily lives, like, we're doing fine. We're supporting ourselves, living out here, uh, trying to do things with our lives. But I feel like every day I think about my financial situation oh, yeah. I'm like all right well this is how i'm doing now but i've got to look forward to because now i'm doing this and that uh whether it's paying for insurance or just wondering where the next paycheck is going to come from yeah so and i have it's easy for me like my life's easy yeah. let alone someone who has like a family yeah oh i know i think about that all yeah the time. i don't even know how no <laughs> i get stressed out paying for my cats vet visits and food i'm like i don't know how you would have a whole another human yeah and people. And they yeah. last a lot longer than most animals do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm, uh, this is the last thing I'll say. I'll, I don't want to head into politics with this statement, <laughs> but did you see the um, Bernie Sanders just recently addressed how minimum wage, n- literally nobody in the United States can survive off of a 40-hour week job minimum getting paid minimum wage and that's the federal minimum wage it's like 850 or whatever Um, whatever it is yeah yeah literally nobody in the in california to survive off of a minimum wage job you would have to work 90 hours a week there's like a a photo that shows all the different states and like how many hours a week you would have to work to just survive 
Nine, it's insane. That's, I, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And, yeah, I was thinking about it. I was like, even the $10 minimum wage, that's, uh, so if you're working in California, it's $10 mm-hmm. now, 40 hours a week. That's $400 a week. That's not that is not very much. Even, no. And you don't, and you, they don't, you only see like 300 of that? Yeah, after taxes. So, so you make what? 1200 $1, a month? My bills are yeah. like over 1500 Yeah. So, and most people's are. Yeah. Just, and I live, I'm splitting my, like I pay low rent for mm-hmm. where we live. So unless you live in like a one bedroom with four people <laughs> and don't have a car. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. No, nope, it doesn't work out. So yes, money is the reason for all terrible things in the world is my long answer to that. This is why I'm here. <laughs> um, uh, but we're, we're slowly getting there. There's, I mean, every week that I look up good news articles, it there's always something about clean energy in the environment. Oh, I remember what the one last week was, or two, two three weeks ago. Google is like going to all clean energy or renewable um and so bigger companies are making the transition that's what it was i was like okay if big companies like google start to do this and put up and they're like we are going to save a billion dollars a year by doing Mm -hmm. this then it's like okay now there's a dollar sign next to it people will start they just have to have the reason of money to be able to do it, yep. as opposed to the reason of our entire world caving in on itself. Which is far less but, you important. Know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Hey, money's cool. You can do fun stuff with money. Yeah. Uh, okay, one other. Here's another good environment thing. Um, so this guy in Kenya, Agan, uh, or wait, sorry. No, his name is not Agan Oscar. Um... There is a guy in Kenya who is not named Agin Oscar. That's a different part of the story. He uh, was tired of seeing trash all the time on the beaches mm-hmm. in, his, in his city. So he started recycling plastic waste. Um, oh, it is Agin Oscar. Oh, good Lord, Hannah. Wait, so is he or is he not? <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Agin Oscar has been dead for 55 years. <laughs> Um, he is the founder of Continental Renewable Energy, which is a small recycling company, um, based in Nairobi that collects garbage and it turns it into road signs and poles. Oh, wow. Which I think is a great way to deal with that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, mostly plastics and, uh, so they, yeah, they... Anytime that uh, the Kenya National Highways Authority has bought over 28,000 poles from Agin's company, um, which has saved, here we go, dollar signs, people, dollar signs, save the Visualize government. Visualize it, see it, imagine it. Balance. There's a balance scale here. <laughs> the money from one pot into the other, it saved the government millions, millions of dollars. Um Glad we got a specific number on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly millions of dollars. <laughs> well, that, yeah. Um, so one kilogram of plastic waste, uh, I think this must mean being recycled. Okay, one kilogram of plastic waste saves 2.5 kilogram of carbon emissions, and for every 10 
plastic posts produce like the poles that they make. Mm -hmm. One tree is saved. So, hey. I think that's good. Recycling is definitely the best bet in conserving the environment, quoted Agin. That's Um, one thing that, like, I'm not a great environmentalist or anything, but that's one thing that I do take seriously is recycling because it's so easy. Like, I've got, it's unnecessary, but I've gotten, not in fights, but, like, verbal uh, battles with Mm -hmm. past roommates for not doing recycling. Yeah. Just out of pure laziness. Yeah. Um, But I also understand that I'm kind of, like, a stickler about that kind of stuff. But it's really important. It's very important. Yeah, it's like, I don't know, put your laziness aside for this. Yeah. The, it's the world, people. I get really lazy about recycling sometimes. But you know what I think is Do we need cool? to have a talk? <laughs> we'll talk after. Can we pause the podcast? <laughs> um, one thing I do think is cool, or a, a positive thing coming out of a not-so-positive thing, the, uh, the homeless population in L.A. is, we have a huge homeless population. Mm-hmm. It's a bad deal. But I do think something that's kind of cool is so many of the homeless people will go around and uh, pull everything that can be recycled out of trash cans yeah. and then take it in and get money for it. Yeah. Which is kind of, it's like a weird system. It is, and yeah. I, I've just observed, because I'm from a small town, so that doesn't exist mm-hmm. in my town. But like watching that happen, seeing, you know, every week that my building's trash goes out front, yeah. like the same dude will come by and just go through and pull out plastic bottles and cans and put them in this thing. And then, oh, yeah. I'm like, oh. We had uh, th- my, you you had been to my old house a few times, mm-hmm. but we had a little gate right inside of the, like right next to my, outside of my bedroom. Mm-hmm. So through, just past my window. And that was where our trash can sat. And then we'd roll them out to the street when it was trash day and pull them back. But I mean, people like my roommates or the people who live next door to us who'd share the trash cans would just put bags of trash of course, in the trash cans, but they would always have recycling. So the same people would go through it every day. Yeah. And I was like, the only thing this is inconveniencing is, like, my comfort. It mm-hmm. really doesn't matter. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's – Yeah. You see people going through that all the time and getting recycling out. Right. I know. I have – I'm, like, not to say that it's a great thing and be lazy and don't worry about the things you put in mm-hmm. – bottles you put in the trash, but it is kind of a – and also, like – it's just a weird system that seems to yeah. work. I think the city also goes through trash anyway yeah. and takes it out. Um, but, you know, it doesn't hurt to do that ahead of time. Yeah. Do it yourselves, especially if you live not in L.A., I guess. Yeah, right. But it is cool that some people who are homeless are able to, like, do that and then totally. like, get some money. Um, environment. That was a very large environment corner. Hey, it's important. It is important. Um, recycle. Buy things at secondhand shops, you guys. Don't buy things from Forever 21. That was my main thing about my New Year's resolution. Mm-hmm. Like, clothes. I am super stingy. Oh, yeah. That's the thing we were talking about <laughs> earlier. I just, like, won't... I won't buy things a lot. And when I do, I just... And I, like... And how cheap can I get it for? Yeah. So I'll buy crap. Like the bike. I'll buy (laughs) crappy things sometimes. But companies that make fast turnover fashion like that, it just, you know, you it like gets a hole in it. 
two weeks after wearing it, yeah. you throw it away or take it to the Goodwill, and the Goodwill gets so much stuff every day that actually a lot of it still gets thrown away. Yeah. And it just ends up in our ocean. Just, like, clothes at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, it's... I don't buy stuff very often either, like, especially clothes. Like, I wish I bought more clothes, because clothes are cool. They are cool. I want to look cool. <laughs> uh, but I don't buy them very often, but I should probably buy, like, a good shirt. Right. That'll As opposed last to the $2 one that... Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to switch over into that. And also, like, trying to buy more stuff from local shops, or, like, handmade things, mm-hmm. or... Frickin' Etsy. Um, okay, this one... This one is crazy. Uh-oh. This, this 88-year-old <clears throat> Saskatoon man. Saskatoon is in Canada. It's one of the biggest cities there, which I found out today. I didn't know. They have the great city names yeah, there. Yeah, they do. Saskatoon. Um, he, he, makes, he has made over 10,000. Oh, this segues perfectly into the homeless thing. Uh, he's made over 10,000 socks for shelters, homeless shelters across Canada, with a homemade knitting machine. He made a knitting machine in his living room. Um, it's like two machines, uh, he, because his friend was like, I don't think you could make a knitting machine that would be cheap <laughs> and work easily, and he did, and he's 88 years old, and he, like, it's two super-powered machines that can knit 90 stitches a second. Whoa. And, uh, yeah, he's made 10,000 pairs of socks with it. Do you, can, does it tell at all, like, if, so do these machines just make the whole sock? So what it does is it, like, uh, so he also has his friend, his two friends, 85-year-old George Slater, um, (laughs) and 92-year-old, uh, Glenn Sully, and the youngest of the bunch, the youngster, who's 65, (laughs) Barney Sullivan. At what age do you have to have like your age labeled before your name is said? Because <laughs> that was every one of them. They're called. Also, I didn't realize this. The article referred to him as octogenarian, which I was like, "What is that?" I thought it was some sort of job title. It's anybody who's over eighty, or like between. Oh, it, between eighty and ninety. Oh, okay. Octogenarian. I was like, I didn't cool. know that was a term for people. Yeah, but it is. What was they the wrote it reason for classifying that? <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I think that whoever was writing it was trying to spice up their articles, and they're like, "The octogenarian has hmm. now finished making ten thousand yeah. pairs of socks." Uh, so what it does is, okay, it like pumps out, so it knits into like a sock tube, mm-hmm. and so then his other friends, and this is all in his living room. Uh, his other friends help by like cutting it into sock oh, okay. sizes, and then they uh they like cut the tubes to sock lengths, and then they sew them oh. into socks. Um, it's awesome. And uh, custom woolen mills, which is uh right near Cal- Calgary, they donate the wool. Okay. So wow, like, a ton of wool just shows up at his apartment, and they and just he, make socks. Yeah, he made the knitting machine himself. Though is what is crazy to me. I would not even know where to start. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, I'm very very terrible with uh, it's with uh, like old machinery. Yeah. I guess it's something that my brain can sort of figure out because I I like that sort of thing, and if there's ever like a small thing that goes wrong. At my apartment, I can figure it out in the sh- like the 
the poor way. Yeah. Like I can find a way to make something work and go like and, the and fix it. Yeah. yeah, but it's never good and it never lasts very long. Yeah, I'm so the same way. That sort of it's always stuff that I'm not good that I'm especially not good at that impresses me the most and is the most fascinating. Like this. Yeah. And yeah, it's so awesome. It's like a bunch of you know, cranks and turns and mm-hmm. Things going up and down, old school. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> machine. Um, industrial revolution type of machine. Well, and I guess we, you know, these types of machines are used to make all clothes, but. Do you think they still. listen to music when they make these socks? I hope so. I, oh, man. I want to find out what With tunes they're listening to. <laughs> what tunes to. they've got on. Uh, yeah. I love it. It's just a bunch of old guys making socks all the time. Uh, okay. Um, what else do I want to talk about? I have almost too many. Yeah, I have too many things this week. So I'll cut it down a little bit. This one we'll just briefly talk about. Uh, uh, Anjali Lama, or Anjali uh, Lama is the first transgender model uh, to walk the ramp at India's premier fashion event. Which I feel like, has that even happened in America? Other than like America's Next Top Model to have a transgender... Has that happened on a... Because I don't... I mean... I'll be honest and say I don't follow model things. You don't follow... Connor. I'm not, I'm not a model things person. <laughs> um, model things? Yeah, but I would... That does seem like that might be the first. Um. Yeah, she... And especially... So she's actually from Nepal, um, which... Uh, I, yeah, I think it's so cool that um, transgender... They're just... is so much good stuff going on with uh like Like, lgbt mm -hmm. um and nepal like well nepal used to be under the with uh with the conflict with the the maoist uh in 2006 like after a decade of being under maoist stuff they like finally started to acknowledge that the it was like not until 2006 that they started to acknowledge lgbt rights and stuff really so it's like yeah it's a super big deal it's awesome. Yeah. Um, and That's, it's... Because it, as much as, like, things have become... Places have become so much more accepting of, you know, the LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. Um, it's... Some things are still just way up in the air. Whether... Yeah. Wh- and I think a lot of it has to do with competition, just the things I'm thinking of. Whether it be... Yeah, like, um, like modeling... Uh, athletics Mm -hmm. like how does our i don't know our like it would seem like in the olympics that you wouldn't be able to be i don't know oh it seems like something i don't know if there's been like a a an example of that yeah a first with that yet um but that's because modeling to me would seem like something that wouldn't that would be late to the game mm -hmm. in that so that's you know encouraging that yeah. This happened. Yeah, and especially, um, I guess it kind of makes sense just because modeling is so, like, uh, they love the, there's also male models, and the androgynous look has been, like, so hot. Yeah, the oh, past, for sure. Like, decade, but still for, uh, to have a big fashion show, like, the one of the biggest fashion shows in India have a transgender model is so cool yeah that's awesome. um and yeah 
That's up. That's just a little. I didn't do a whole ton of research into that one, so that's just more of a little blurb. But she's beautiful too. Yeah, she's. That's a gorgeous person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So cool. Okay, this one. Uh, this will kind of be the small town news. It's not necessarily small town, but um, in. So off of Interstate, uh, on Interstate 80 uh, near Blakesley, Pennsylvania, there was a crash. Um, and so that all of traffic was at like a complete mm -hmm. standstill the next morning because there was an overnight tra crash. And so instead of getting pissed off, a bunch of families got out and started making snowmen on the side of the road. Because <laughs> <laughs> they were just stuck there? Yeah, they were stuck for like a really long time. And so they made a bunch of snowmen. Which I love. It's not small town, but it's like a small town-esque yeah, thing to do. Just, that, I, that fits into your small town corner. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Uh, that's that's awesome. <laughs> the, the, f the fact that they were able to do it, be positive about anything. I would <laughs> Make be... a snowman? I haven't made a snowman. And it's all adults, too, mostly. It's like, oh, really? Yeah. It's like two dudes. Um, well, I guess it's like a dad and a son, but it's, it's not like just little kids. Mm -hmm. It's not like mom and dad being like, okay, you got to get out of the car, go make a snowman. It's yeah. like adults being like, yeah, let's, let's make these snowmen. Um, I love that. I haven't made a snowman, um, in years. Did you get, this is going to be a dumb question. Did you get snow in Wyoming? Do oh, they get yeah. snow? Yeah. Yeah, so much. <laughs> this last, <laughs> this last week was, has been insane. Um, but now it, it was all last week in Wyoming. I check the weather every day mm -hmm. in my hometown to see what it's at. It's been like negative 15. Yeah. There. Oh and, my gosh. Um, it snowed all the week before that. And now today it just went up to like 42. So everything's melting oh. and then it's supposed to rain and then snow and then go back to being 10 degrees. So it's going to be just tumultuous. Insane. <laughs> so icy. And our friend, the wind, he's hey, going to be friend. visiting <laughs> With like, it's just going to be crazy. Yeah, Wyoming gets a ton of snow. Or, yeah, soda. And then I lived in Montana, and it also gets a lot of snow. Um, Let's see. Animal Corner. Yeah. Okay. A team of Navy-trained dolphins is going to be the planet's basically last hope to... There's a a type of porpoise called <laughs> called vaquitas and it's one of the most world's most endangered marine mammal species and so there's a group of military dolphins which first of all did you know that dolphins have been military trained uh yeah i'm pretty well versed in my uh <laughs> my aquatic life that are there's a lot of aquatic life that's military trained no i have had, had absolutely no idea <laughs> they're called seal team six they the called them seal team six <laughs> i mean i get it but it just seems like a wasted opportunity for something funny <laughs> sorry go ahead um yeah, they were, they're trained to deep dive and use sonar skills to locate undersea mines and stuff. Whoa. So they're trained by the Navy. Yeah, this whole article, I was like, okay, what? Military? I just, I had no idea. Um, so in the last, in the last ditch effort to save the porpoise species, um, they're 
hoping that dolphins will be able to go out and find the porpoises because there's so few of them left. We need to find them oh and my protect gosh. them. So, <laughs> so the the latest report on the on this type of porpoise is that there's only sixty right now oh, in the wild. That's not very um, many. Yeah. So in order for them to like collect them, get a handful of them, and breed them in a safe area, they're um, gonna send out that the seal team. That's like. Uh, so do you think that would be made into? Like a Pixar movie yes. or like a live action Disney. Oh, like a free movie. Willy. Because they thing. love yeah. their dolphins over there. They do. At the that WD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of like, uh, what was that movie Andre back in the day with the girl with the, yeah. the seal? They it did two Dolphin be... Tail movies. Oh, that's right. And it's, then that's gonna turn out to not even be Disney. Many, and too I'm... many free Willies. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's all in the same category for me. Yeah. It's like kids' movies with animals. Mm-hmm. It's Disney. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but That's... not everyone is sold on the SEAL team. The World Wildlife Fund. Because uh, um, they think the... it's SEALs? Or they... <laughs> They're like, it's got, if you're... I'm not super into this idea unless you name it <laughs> Dolphin Team. Uh, but he was the Omar Vidal, who's the uh, director general, general of WWF. The wildlife, mm-hmm. not the wrestling. Yeah. Um, he was just quoted <laughs> saying, I don't like this idea at all. Um, because, <laughs> because I guess there's a risk of maybe killing the vaquita when trying to catch them. Oh, okay. So, okay. So. Uh, yeah, so I guess, I mean... So the plan is to send out the SEAL team of dolphins. Yeah. And just... Grab vaquitas from wherever they're hiding and bring them back. Jeez. (laughs) Well, hopefully that goes well. It is like a movie. It it really is. (laughs) (laughs) A SEAL team of... Well, maybe in the... Never mind. We're not going to pitch... We're not going to come up with an idea for this movie right now. But um, I read... I was reading something on Reddit recently about another, like, a, a species that's, like not in good shape as far as potentially being extinct. Mm-hmm. And I have obviously don't have the numbers in front of me, but there's like a certain amount. I would love if you did. I, I know. Love, I would love I if wish. you had it in your back pocket. I really, <laughs> well, yeah, I just carry it. Um, I think it becomes increasingly more difficult to revive a species, and this is going to be self-explanatory, the less numbers you have. Mm-hmm. And there's like a number threshold that really makes it difficult. Um, And I'm sure that has something to do with just, like, genetics being too close. Like, all of the species is now going to be genetically very similar because there are so few they have to breed. So that's a problem, too. Um, Oh, I see what you're saying. It's like it could turn into a a hills have eyes situation with animals, like inbreeding type of thing. Yeah, (laughs) which is an awful way to think about it. But uh, so hopefully maybe they have some dolphins that are also scientists that would Really help. I mean, they have Navy dolphins. There's, there could be scientist dolphins down there. Let's not limit dolphins to what we, what they used to be able to do. They can do anything now. <laughs> it's like a, yeah, Finding Vaquitas, the newest Pixar movie. I also, I don't know if I'm saying that right at all. I'm just assuming that I am because it looks like it's, you would say it, Vaquitas. That sounds good. <laughs> a Vaquitas. 
Well, <laughs> that's how you pronounce it. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I hope it works out. I mean, I could see them. I feel like this is a bad pitch meeting where they all were sitting around a table, like the admin and like, okay, what, what if we, what if we, I know we'll send, we'll send some dolphins out Yeah. because <laughs> they can find mine. So they'll just, they'll catch them. They'll bring them back. <laughs> yes. We're going with that one. This guy, no one else wants to work on an idea. Yeah. So we're going with that. George is just scared of diving. So he would rather send a dolphin. <laughs> Uh, well, now we're at the time where I get to ask you about a personal, either a time in your life you received good news, or you were able to give somebody else good news in a way that affected you positively, or just any old thing you can think of that was like a positive happening in your life. Cool. That's kind of how I went down the list after you told me I would need one of those things. Mm -hmm. I was like, all right, cool. What's some good news I've received? All right, I don't have really anything interesting. What's some <laughs> general stuff that maybe a friend has or just a good thing? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, this is such a small thing, and but I, it's, I think it's a cool thing. One of my friends, um, she and her, I don't, love seems like a really difficult thing a lot of the time. I mean... <laughs> Is that a fair, that's a fair guess? Uh, I'm perpetually single, so I don't deal with this stuff, but I have a friend who was dating a lot of people for a long time and never really found like an, like a person she really connected with. Mm -hmm. But then the guy she's with now, who she lives with, they, who's an, he's a friend of mine too. He's an, like an awesome guy. They, everything has just been so easy for them in this that's relationship. And I understand that not every relationship is going to be that way. Not every like successful, awesome relationship is going to be like that. <laughs> and if, but, uh, when that happens, it's, that's great because yeah. they're so difficult. And I feel like for the most part, when people talk about, when I hear people talking about their relationships, it's like the struggles and the difficulties of it. Mm -hmm. Um, and then those don't always last, but yeah. Yeah. So I guess my good news, my story is like my friend, this is like the easiest relationship they ever have. Oh. Like everything is, it's great. They communicate really well. They're both on the same page and the same stage in that relationship too. Like they're That's both great. like recently he wanted to talk to her. He was like, we should talk about like wedding stuff in the future. Like, what are you thinking? And she was like, yeah, I think we should talk about that. Oh, As opposed to being on like, well, I'm not really ready to discuss yeah, totally that. Different so yeah. That, that's great. Yeah. I love that your good news is that your friend's in love. Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> that's so sweet. And I hope no one ever expects me to have a personal story about that. <laughs> but yeah. Um, no, that is great. I think it's good. Like, it's nice to see people, especially because they shouldn't relationship. I mean, they're always going to be hard. Yeah. It's going to be like challenges. Mm -hmm. But when they're like out of this world hard, like mm -hmm. every day is a struggle. And you're like, you probably should just not be in that. Yeah. relationship mm -hmm. that seems too hard sure we we all have friends like that that's like that seems like too much work that or seems too hard. you complete always unhappy but. yeah or and then when you do find one you're like oh this is great this is so easy yeah. Uh, yeah i just like you a lot and we talked about stuff and i feel like you kind of have to go through some shitty relationships though yeah to get there. well and that's where they are they've like been through different all sorts of relationships and they're at the time in their life where they know what they want and that's they're not gonna you know settle for something that's not that which is i think why it's worked out so well yeah that's great yeah uh good good 
news connor's friend <laughs> <laughs> thanks i would uh i would say her name but i don't i mean it's not even a personal thing but i don't know don't i'll just leave it name. as a mystery she's a mystery yeah. woman and then i'll tell her that i talked about her on this podcast and she'll want to go hear her name and then it won't be anywhere <laughs> <laughs> Talked about you all in the good news. Exactly. Um, well, good news. Uh, happy New Year. Happy New Year, everyone. Teach and every person. <laughs> Have a good happy one. New Year to all. Oh, wow. We really did. Uh, we're at 57 minutes right now. Wow. What a nice, compact. Perfect. Uh, we're rounding it out <laughs> perfectly at 60 minutes. Yeah. Thank you so much, Connor, for Yeah, thank today. you for having me. Thanks for staying here for two hours when I told you it would just be one. And um, it's okay. thanks for wearing so many King's hey, things. Yeah, I'm wearing a King's sweater, a King's uh, like comfy pants, and then <laughs> I stole pants. Charles' L.A. King's hat, so it's different, but it works. I like how you tried not to say sweatpants. They're yeah. not... They're, no, they're... They're comfy they're, they're, pants. They're comfy, um, pristine lounging pants. <laughs> I got these for $20 at a Ross in Las Vegas. I, I was like, well, I don't see Sacramento King stuff anywhere I'm buying. <laughs> so that's why I have it. They're great. Great pants. Thank you. Um, have a good week, everyone. Oh, I do have a sign-off. I just always forget to do it. Uh, good news later. Good... <laughs> I'm not going to say anything after that. I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Good News Podcast. If you want to check out any of the articles or photos on the blog or send me somebody who you think is making great news, go to hellohank.com. And if you like the podcast, rate and subscribe. <laughs>